first dude thanks for taking the time to speak with me how's your day going so far so far great man we're just uh just been hanging out uh the past couple of days at our drummer engineer's house where we're, we're recording music and writing shit oh okay you're all together there right now yeah oh bang it bang it recording okay future plan stuff yeah 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 say no more sweet sweet what about a bigger picture than the last 12 months how have you both personally and professionally been holding up the COVID times, as it were? Um, I mean, everything's been fine. It, it sucks that we can't play shows and everything, but it's cool that we at least have new music coming out that we're excited for. And we plan on doing uh, a lot of content and everything. And, and when and hopefully if tours come back, you know, we're, we'll, we'll be stoked to play them. You'll be ready to go effectively, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, if everything was cool tomorrow, I'd, I'd be on a bus at midnight. <laughs> fair days, fair days. And one of the things, you know, we asked this, this, every band the same questions regarding the COVID thing in, to kind of uh-huh. gauge how they're doing. And one of the things we also like to focus on is the positives because it's quickly, it's very easy to get bogged down in the, the crap over the last year. Yeah. The last 12 months, has there been anything for you that you can look at and go, you know what, that was a really positive experience? Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, we signed the record deal back in um, back in July, mm. like middle of July uh, last year, and we still got to tour at least twice, you know, before the big lockdown, and they did really well. So stoked on that. Uh, plus, I've been I've had a lot of time to you know hang out with some family. My sister has a baby, and I love my nephew, so I get to see him whenever um and uh yeah it's kind of cool to be back at home and take like a a little chill sesh because i know when i know when everything gets back to normal like our world's going to be crazy we're going to be out a lot so definitely uh nice to kick back well yeah i mean new album out it's you've kind of got to get out there when you possibly can yeah i I mean it's been crazy the last few years demo 2019 on 2021 your debut album you already said out by century media records has this the speed of all of that kind of sunk in yet yeah i mean it kind of i think that like there's not that many surprises right now you know for when stuff happens i think what's really gonna blow my mind is if we're out to tour with like a huge band and we're supporting them or we finally get to play out of the country you know, then I think that's when everything will come full circle for me. Okay. Because right now it's something that we talk about, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've never played outside the country, yeah? No, never. It's going to be very exciting then. So when Central Media came knocking, how did that go? How did that come about? So they, uh, they contacted, they contacted our Facebook page, um, like right before our first tour that we did. And they seemed kind of interested off the bat and then they kind of slept on it for a minute and came back to us. And we just kind of played like cat and mouse with them for a couple months, you know, trying to see like what kind of deal we can work out and have everything, you know, 
get put on paper. And um, it's been uh, it's been killer ever since. You know, we do uh, conference calls with the people that work there, the president of the company. Um, you know, so it, it's a pretty it's a pretty tight family. Uh, they're a really good label uh, to work with. And I'm stoked on it. You know, some of my favorite bands growing up were on Century Media. So it was, it was a pretty good moment. Yeah, and that big old European reach that comes from that certainly isn't going to do mm-hmm. harm, is it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's always the coolest thing too. Is like I would I would have never thought of. You know, I I never envisioned this band at the very beginning, um, only doing like weekenders or like a week tour or two week tour, and it's something that we book completely ourselves and crashing on like friends' couches and you know playing to nobody so it's crazy that we have uh, so many so much support from around the world it's insane to me mm, yeah and of course the big day is to as of the time of recording less than 24 hours to the release of tortured hole how are you how are you feeling about it right now you just desperate to get it out you're still stoked oh yeah dude uh yeah i mean this is the biggest thing that we've ever done and it's it's just dude it's it's just the coolest thing that we've ever done too and uh i've wanted to sign a big record deal since i was a a fucking kid Mm -hmm. so like this is uh this is like one of the happiest moments of my life i can't wait for it to be out i can't wait to have it in my hand i'm stoked about it oh that's good and then in our review we kind of described it in a certain way and i want to kind of gauge what you think yeah. in regards to goals that you may have been setting out to do originally. So we kind of described sure. it in so many words as being the filthiest, the most uncomfortable sounding record of 2021. So was that an early goal for you guys in regards to you knew what you wanted it to sound like? You wanted it to sound as filthy as possible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we tried to uh, kind of just expand on what we did on the EP, but um make it a little bit more just like you said filthy gross you must yeah you must have been aware as well right that because obviously the extreme metal side of things is quite can be quite constraining in regards to what you can actually do so when it came Mm. to kind of your ideas and putting them together what was that process like do you all sit around a table and share them is it one person firing one thing out and then another person picking it up yeah i think that uh the best way to describe it is that we all kind of have our own roles in the band. So um, another thing that's cool is like we have three members in the band that are primarily uh, guitarists. That's their mm-hmm. first instrument. So they'll um, collaborate on riffs or Cameron will practice at home and then he'll bring a song idea to the table at practice. We'll all kind of write our part. We'll record it because um, we record and practice and in our drummer's basement. So uh, we'll have everything laid out and then we, um, we'll we sit on it for a while. We'll get our parts narrowed down ourselves and then we'll revisit like every practice until we have it like what we think is cool. Okay, okay. How long, how long, how long did you spend with the new album, Tortured Hole? So before COVID we had I want to say four or five of the songs were written. Oh, wow. So a large part of it came after as well. 
yeah, a large part of it came after. Um, but it was also ideas that we've had before that we just brought back. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, we started recording, I want to say like a month after our last tour. So around April. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then we had, uh, we had everything finalized like at the end of um at the end of june mm, or, like right. the beginning of july yeah so you're really in a position mentally no doubt although the excitement to get out there and all that you're on a position mentally to move on effectively yeah uh yeah yeah i'm definitely ready to write uh newer music and stuff too i think the honestly i think the newest stuff that we're writing is um that's my favorite okay. so far okay. a lot more heavier more heavy <laughs> oh yeah holy shit <laughs> there, there'll be a lot of presumptions just looking at your name and getting a brief 30 second blast of a particular song a lot of presumptions about what might have influenced you over the years and your taste in music and so on that it's gonna be weighted towards an old school death metal gore grind stuff like that I'd imagine right. you actually got quite a varied taste. Is that the case? Um, yeah, it's weird to say that it's niche, kind of, because okay. I like, uh, I, I, I like all kinds of death metal. Um, and uh, I like a lot of stuff outside of that. So I think that that does definitely um, help us put gas in the tank, I guess, for when it comes to writing and kind of like the kind of style that we lean towards, I guess. Well, I want to touch upon two tracks in particular from the album that uh, break yeah. up what is effectively the brutality, because th that's kind of why I was asking about the influences. First uh -huh. up, we have Pornographic. Now, for me, right, it had me thinking of Twin Peaks. Am I on the money there, or have I just pulled that out of nowhere? Oh, no, 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 you're absolutely right, man. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, I'm a big, uh, big David Lynch fan, so... Um, we kind of wanted to touch on that and like kind of like a John Carpenter esque uh, synth to it too. Mm. Um, and then we wanted like a I don't know if you like video games or not, but uh, Grand Theft Auto like Vice City from yeah. back in the day. Oh, of course, yeah, that, that's dare I say still the best Grand Theft Auto ever made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it's funny because like it wasn't it wasn't our original idea to do those interludes. Mm. Uh, we actually are the A&R of Century Media, Mike Gitter, um, said, why don't you guys do interludes? Or he was like, uh, he was like, the, al the album's too short. Oh, fair and, I and he was like, we, he was like, we need to put a, a couple more minutes in there. And I was just like, man, like, I don't want to pull a song out of our ass or two songs out of our ass and it not it feel rushed or something so uh cody had the idea or cody was just like let's do interludes but i'm gonna make them and we'll check them out and i think it i think it goes well with the album it gives like the listener a little bit of break of a break before we beat their heads in a you know it's a breather that's how i i yeah and the other one, Interlube, uh, I kind of described as dungeon-style atmospheric horror. 
I, I personally, yeah. I love the fact that you weren't even going to include them because I love them. I love the fact that they're there, yeah. you know, and it, I kind love of, them, yeah. it got my imagination going and thinking like, okay, is this something you would explore further down the line? And what do you think? Do you think you would explore the ideas with those further? Yeah. And, mm. and we have, we have an idea to make it even like, even in, in our minds a little bit cooler too. So, uh, I don't want to get too far into it. We, I'll, I'll tell you some ideas we've had, but like, uh, just in case we use them. But uh, we thought about doing like a little like industrial track. Oh, nice. Okay. Like, in, like in between maybe a few, maybe some songs and uh, add some weird like synth like noise to it and everything. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I I like them on Tortured Hole. I think they have their place and. Uh, I get the same vibes that you do when you listen to them. Awesome, awesome. Say no more. Uh, I think it's exciting to see what to see what will come from that. You mentioned John Carpenter. So mm -hmm. horror, horror. We, you mentioned do we like games? We cover games, horror, and heavy metal. The three categories on the website. The other one being yeah. on horror. Are you a horror fan? Are you into horror? Oh, absolutely, man. I uh, check this out. I got a uh, Art the Clown. Oh, um. Oh no. Uh, Oh, Terrifier. Yep. I got uh, Ray Liotta when he got scalped. From Hannibal. Oh, yep. man. And, that, and then I got uh, the Cannibal Holocaust tattoo. Those are some very unique tattoos. You don't see them much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big into horror. Yeah, ever since I, I was a kid. Oh, so it started with, as a kid. Roughly what age yeah. do you remember? Um, I remember being uh six years old um watching the first exorcist oh and i had i had to sleep i had to i had to sleep with my parents that night i was just a kid so i freaked out but uh my parents went that that they were really young when they had me so they were into like it's funny they're into the same stuff they are now that they were then so they love watching horror movies mm -hmm. and uh scooping around and stuff and um yeah, so I mean, they've been in in my face since I was a kid. I remember I had like a, a kind of like animatronic, like a talking uh, Chucky doll oh, nice. as a kid. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'd always watch horror films and stuff together. What um, what, what what excites you in horror these days? Are you do you still watch modern stuff, or are you just focused on the you know eighties, seventies, that sort of era? Um both and i like a lot of uh italian horror uh, oh. too here lately like the more modern stuff that i like is like more of the uh pathological stuff and like, stuff that makes you like think like pretty hard and uh but primarily i'm like a more 80s campy horror guy or um sci-fi horror a lot so like you... the, the thing the thing is my favorite like horror movie the thing yeah yeah okay so is that kind of your error as well in regards to the classics so your nightmare on elm street your hellraiser mm -hmm. things like that yeah man like sleepaway camp um all of those uh the evil dead 2 yeah man uh hellraiser movies all of them okay you um you begin to uh people like clive barker yeah yeah, huge yeah. in the club. Broker. 
You, yep. what, about his, what about his books? You ever read many of them? No, I actually just picked them up. Uh, as far as like horror literature, I want, I read a lot of uh, James Rath White and um, some Stephen King, like more of the like gory stuff is what like kind of like catches my eye. But I, I, I am just getting into like Clyde Barker literature. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Can't wait. But yeah, but as far as like movies, I've seen uh, like the Midnight Me Train, um, all the Hellraiser movies. So yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to sort of see, see 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 what you think when you've read the book. Like for example, like would obviously you'll notice with the Hellraiser, it literally comes from a novella called The Hellbound Heart. That's a matter of I think like eighty pages long. Yet somehow that's a franchise ten films deep. So be interesting to sort of see how you uh, enjoy those. Yeah, that is crazy. So aside from working on the new music, um, what what other plans that you kind of perhaps have in the works for 2021 that you can kind of talk about that you're hoping to do perhaps yeah. as well? Yep, uh, we plan on doing uh, a lot more content. Um, so like videos and things like that. We have been talking about working with uh, Troma uh, some more to do videos and um, create content with them. It's it's really fun working with those guys. And uh, what's that? They're insane. The trauma guys are insane. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're big, uh, big trauma nuts. So, and we had we had a blast when we were there. We still talk to like everybody that was in the crew, the extras. Everybody still talks to us all, all the time. Oh man, and, you know you're gonna end up in a movie. You know you're gonna end up in a trauma movie further down the line for sure. That would be cool, man. That'd be. Dude, that yeah, that would be really sick, especially if it was like as gory as like Terra Firmer or something. That'd be yeah. There you go. <laughs> so you got a ton of work, yeah. basically. Yep, yep. We still uh, keep really busy, and then all of us pretty much live like five minutes within one another. So uh, we still have time to like get together and hang out like at each other's houses. That's but awesome. uh. Go ahead. No, I was saying that's that's awesome. I'm glad that you not only are able to keep so busy, but you're such a tight knit group that you are within throwing distance of each other. Yeah. So you did mention doing more content on social media and things like that. Is that an aspect of it you enjoy though? Because obviously people can kind of have a rough time with that demand, the demand that yeah. you need to keep putting stuff out. Yeah. Um it's i mean i never want to feel like we're shoving something in people's faces or anything like that so i mean it would definitely be sporadic and it just depends on what the future holds because if we're uh if we're not playing shows we got to think of something and i don't ever want to be stagnant so um you just got to find that balance i don't really i don't really give uh much of a sh like care about um social media it's more so just like like YouTube videos and stuff like that. No, that's fair enough, fair enough. I don't think I've ever talked to a band who will sit there and say, I love it, love doing this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not really my thing. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't really care too much about it. I just care about the music part, mostly. What's your um, thoughts on live streams? Like potentially doing something like that in the future? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely, that's something we've talked about, but it's just uh it's it's weird coming from a place like where you play shows all the time 
and um people were crowd surfing stage diving mm. massive mosh pits and like that was always the cool the coolest part i think about seeing us live is people going berserk and uh you know you can't really do that on a live stream no. uh, with the way the world is right now especially mm. and we want to so what we've been thinking is like how can we do a live stream but it be exciting like if you were there you'd be losing your shit yeah. and i think that's like adding different elements we thought about uh maybe doing like some bizarre like stage props or um maybe some acting involved around it or a story that surrounds it something like that yeah it's a difficult one because you know they're, they're ten a penny now and there are some that are fantastic some that are high production value and spending loads and loads of money i don't know i don't know if anyone's managed to get it right at this stage and it, it is as you say it's just it's just a temporary holdover until we can do this properly exactly yeah hope 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 uh hope to get you over in the uk at some point uh in the next year then particularly as we're looking like we're going to be slowly opening up by the end of the year bands are booking gigs left right and center the problem seems to be the american um the american side of things coming back and over you know yeah yeah absolutely but until then Jan january until then march 26th tomorrow as the time of recording tortured hole is out thank you thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate it yeah for sure carl uh it was a lot of fun man thanks for having me Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?